Hello, and thanks for joining today's episode of the Founders Corner podcast hosted by AJ Prasad. Join AJ as he sits down with healthcare professionals to discuss ways of improving their marketing efforts. As an entrepreneur and proud owner of several seven-figure web-based businesses, AJ has now dedicated himself to helping healthcare professionals in building up their practices. If you would like to contact AJ and become a guest on the Founders Corner podcast, fill out the form on our website. In today's episode, AJ will be speaking with Courtney Baber, a licensed professional counselor and owner of Gray Horse Counseling in Mannequin Sabbath, Virginia. Courtney's goal is to help and guide adults to find the strength to overcome their challenges and create more positive experiences in life. Enjoy the show. Hi, Courtney. Welcome to our podcast, Founders Corner. Thank you. Uh, so to start uh, with the podcast, I always like my audience to know, you know something about you so that they can also relate to, to the uh, to some of the issues that that you want to discuss. So why don't I give you the platform and tell us something about you and about your company. Okay. Um, I am, uh, I guess, a, a therapist in Virginia, Richmond, Virginia. Um, I've been doing this, or I started my private practice um, in December, I guess, of 2019, or tw- I'm sorry, 2021. 20, um, but I was worked previously in the um, prisons systems mostly. Um, okay. And so I'm here to just kind of get a lot of marketing questions. And I do equine therapy and um, trauma, and I do EMDR. Mm-hmm. And um, so I am just interested in getting some, a lot of Good. information. So, you know, so Courtney, I'm familiar with all the three that you said, but I'm sure that my audience would have no clue EMDR, <laughs> versus, EMDR versus, you know, you know, they would know trauma. So do you mind just quickly just telling in a minute, you know, what's EMDR, EMDR what's Ecline and... Uh, trauma, everyone understands. Sure. Um, so EMDR is eye movement and desensitization and reprocessing. So we take, um, you can do lights um, or tapping, and it helps the brain um, reprocess the memories from um, EMDR. When you do the the when we do the reprocessing, um, the a person is, you know, there they can do the tapping or the eye movements, and it allows them to go back and redo the the memory that they have of that traumatic event, and then okay. they're able to to it's able to not be so triggering or so upsetting for them um okay. and it's it's pretty impressive um good and then and, and so is there a training for that i mean how do you uh, yes you know, so you get to EMDR? yeah yeah so there is there is training there is um with there's 
two levels of training and then there's there's actually lots of training that you can do um there's emedria which is the um international association um there's different you can do it with lots of different things there's resourcing mm-hmm. so that you can um you can actually help someone learn to do it like let them learn how to be something that's happening in the going to happen in the future so that they can okay. have um a more positive experience like if they say they were afraid of something and they wanted to not be afraid of that event they were going to be they were going to do that event um we could help them so that they could process that event and then you could do what they call future templates so they could see that see themselves doing that event in the future and not being afraid of it and then actually when they then when they did go do that event they would not be afraid of it because the the brain would actually have processed them doing that event in the future so um good it's it's a very it has lots of research um Francine Shapiro started that event or started that technique um and it's been well researched um and okay. it's worldwide um it's a really wonderful experience for people um so so, so tell me something about your process then Courtney so when someone the patient i'm assuming that patient comes to you then do you recommend which therapy or do they come to you for specific therapy like i am looking for emdr or or you know how how does it work right now with your practice my practice um most of the time people will come um and they will say to they will say that they are looking for um either they're looking for EMDR or they are looking for um a specific um okay anxiety or depression or mm. or trauma um which is you know the things that I kind of work with okay so that that that's interesting so they known so they sort of they have done their research in terms of what treatment they want and they come to you rather than come to you with a problem and then you suggest a treatment am i correct yes okay okay good all right i think that we have a good you know background how long you have been uh, you were working you know for mostly uh, with the jails until you started your own practice in 2019 or 2020 Yes, so I went to work for a group um in 2019 and did outpatient um from 2019 to 2021 to December okay. of 2021 and then I started my own practice okay. all by myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in 20 20- that is being an entrepreneur. So so fantastic. I I I think that now we have a good idea so so go ahead and uh, you know i'm i'm here to answer your questions about the marketing that you have okay so yeah so my first question was um you know like how do you know when to when to add a new, another marketing strategy like what's okay <clears throat> yeah so so i you know a lot of people 
this this is one of those questions where if you ask three people, you may get three answers. So, but I will give you my answer. <laughs> That's the way I I I do that. So I always like to you know pick one channel, you know one strategy, and until I have saturated it, I don't want to look for something else. So in other words, I I'm not the one to sprinkle a little bit of uh, resources all over. So the first thing is before you start to you. If you have a strategy and if it is working or not working, right? That's that's the first thing you have to determine. And if it is working, then you want to make sure that you have totally optimized. You are getting hundred percent. In other words, if you are generating ten patients, you know, a month with a certain strategy, uh, if you are if you know that okay, this is the maximum that this strategy can give me. Ten because of you know there's whatever the limitation of the channel or or anything, that's when you want to look for additional. Un- until you have really conquered the one, I won't uh, go to the second one. You see that's again that is my approach. You may have some people who will say try it, you know many things and you know something will work, something doesn't work. But I like to to do it one thing at a time. So that would be my that is how I suggest. Right. That you do is make sure that you are you have totally maximized, optimized the output from the strategy before you look into something else. Or obviously, if the strategy is not working, right, then you have to take a step back and say, you know what, this is not working, so so you know, let's try something else. Or can we fix it? So that 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 would be my approach. Okay. So, and this might, how would you like? How do you know, like, when it's not working, or how do you know, like, I guess, how do you know yeah. to <laughs> to give so, up so, on exactly. it? Exactly. <laughs> so, so you know, you when you are launching any kind of marketing campaign, right? So, you have to, you need to have certain expectations, right? So, we don't, uh, you don't want to just launch it and see what happens, what it does. So. So it's it's a matter of okay, this is strategy. So I'll give an example. Suppose the strategy was that I want to focus on uh, paid advertising, right? On, on you know on Google for my area. So if if that is the strategy, you would know, for example, how many searches are there on Google, right? For the keywords that say EMDR professional or anything, you know, those are the keywords that you already know. So if you know that there are one thousand keywords. And generally speaking, you can if you are getting, you know, five percent of the uh, people searching to click on your ad, that is considered very good. So then you know that okay, if there's one thousand, then I have, you know, five percent. That means fifty people will come to my website, and so that is the max, right? Fifty. Now, generally speaking, if you can convert fifty uh, percent of uh, the people coming on your site, that's considered very good. So then you know that from this program I can get up to 25, and it's not like that you launch it immediately you will get 25, right? But that's where you know the the upper limit. So you you know that if if you're if you're getting three, you know that you can get a whole lot more. So we need to look at the program to see what's working, what's not working. If you get 20, and now 25, it may not be worth putting that extra effort because you at that that is a point where i would say 
you are probably better off looking at the other channel, a strategy to generate, um, you know, acquire more patients. So that that's that is how you you know is before stepping into it and launching a strategy, you you should have an idea of what to expect, right? So if you know that I can get 50 patients a month from this strategy, then you know whether it's working or not, right? But because that number is still there. Like I said, if you are deciding 50 patients based on the fact that there's X number of searches, I can optimize it, I can get X number of clicks, and then if I'm doing everything right, I should get you know 50% of them to who clicks or 10% or whatever is the number. You know, your agency should be able to help you with that. And so based on that, you know the potential, right, the market for that. And and now you match your result with the with what you because you want to start with a with a specific uh, I would say destination right so if you are launching a program that say I want to start generating fifty new patient every month you know it's working or not <laughs> so you know sometimes by the way sometimes it happens that maybe the initial assumptions were wrong but uh, like I've always said in in a funny way. Um, Marketing is is half science, half arts. <laughs> so it's not a straight formula. But now, thanks to the digital marketing, you can still have some projection. I mean, before it was even harder. I've been in in the marketing field for hundred years, and when I first started in marketing, uh, it was only TV and radio and print. There was nothing else, uh, and it was very hard to measure the success at that time. Now, thanks to digital, at least you know if it is working or not. So that's a right. know, that is a plus point. That is okay. Um, so after a, and that makes sense. So after a, having a website, is it better to go with like Google Ads, or would it be better to do social media, or okay, both or? <laughs> Yeah, so I, I, my answer there is that uh, the Google ad will give you a quickly short-term benefit, right? And uh, in the sense that you give the Google ad and you should start to see the result literally in two, three weeks. So, so you, you know that for, for fast acquisition, you want to do that. Uh, Google always helps. And, and my approach about Google ad always is that Given that everything can be measured so easily, right? So you know exactly how much money you spent, how many clicks you got, right? And and how many patients you got. So long you're monitoring the new patient. So you, so you know what kind of return you are, is generating for you, the Google ad. And so long it's positive, I mean, why not? Uh, now, when it comes to social media, social generating client from social media requires a lot of work. I mean, I would, I would rather take a more holistic approach for, and, and I would do everything like what I call digital marketing, in the sense that you want to get your site up on major keywords. You have some social media to support it. You have a lot of reviews uh, that will give people who don't know you, just found you on the web, confidence, about what they what they will be getting from you. So, you are, uh, you know, the social media on its own 
I have seen it work for some consumer product, but it's a big hit and miss. Because unless you have a big influencer uh, who talks about you and and then no influencer will keep on talking about you. So you may even get a spike and then things will disappear. So 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 my thing is social media alone as a digital strategy is is not for everyone, especially for small businesses. Like okay. I said, if you have some fashion product, you have you know something that if goes viral, you would end up getting a lot of sales and all. Yes, you know it, it's that could be a viable thing, but but not for a service like yours. Okay, and so with Google Ads, like how do you do you let Google do your ads or do you do them no. yourself? I would not let Google do that because Google claims that they do that, but I can tell you the first thing they want to make sure that they make the money right <laughs> before they will worry about you making money. So, so you, you, you are better off getting an agent. You see, depending on how free you are, I always discourage entrepreneurs from learning how to do paid advertising, everything. But if someone has, no budget, maybe it is worthwhile in the beginning. It's not that hard to learn what to do for Google Ads, but it's not very expensive also to hire an agency who has an expert, you know, make sure that uh, this, anyone who, who says that I will do the Google ad for you is a Google partner. And all it means when you're, someone is Google partner that, you know, Google has vetted, you know, the results of, uh, the projects that they handle for their clients and it approves it. So it meets, you know, Google minimum requirement at the best. Uh, so if there's a Google partner, then, then you want them to do that because they will uh, run it. And trust me, if you give it to Google versus to a partner, uh, <laughs> you will be spending more on Google and you'll get worse result on Google. And, uh, and I'm telling you from our experience. <laughs> because uh, you know, <laughs> you know. I, so first-hand experience, I'm telling you, uh, and it's not just—it's not like okay, ten, year, ten years back, I had that experience. Every time I have seen uh, anyone try that, they are unhappy. So you don't want Google robots to manage it because they will manage to get more money from you. That's it. Okay. So yeah, well, Google gets enough anyway, right? They're, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> they do their own thing. Okay, so find a Google partner agency is yeah. the. And, okay. and by the way, that is not very difficult. You can go on the Google site itself, the website. Uh, if you if you just Google Google partners, right? Agency uh, Google partner agencies, you'll see it in your area. Or I mean, it really doesn't matter where they are based, but if you feel more comfortable about being able to see and meet with the agency, I'm sure that you'll find a lot of those in your area also. Okay. No, that, that makes, and the website is kind of the best. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, your website, by the way, the, the best return on investment I have seen is the website, uh, doing the right thing on the website, optimizing it, making sure that, uh, you know, you're, you start to show up higher and higher on the search engine for major keywords. 
because that return, you know, the, the challenge with that is that it takes time. So that is a slow, so that, that's the challenge where, where you would find that it's a relatively slow process. The result is uh, unlike paid advertising where you can start to see the result in two weeks. But over a long period of time, that would be your best um, cost-effective strategy for that. You know, uh, we have seen companies spending $3,500 in the beginning when they were barely making $2,500 in sales. And then over a period of time, the sales went up to a million and they were still spending 35 and the sales is up to uh, uh, 3 million. We are still doing 35, you know, on, on doing this uh, Google search engine marketing that I'm talking about uh, bringing the site up versus if you had a paid advertising and suppose you got $10,000 by spending $100, then by definition, $100, thousand uh, dollars will be you have to spend ten thousand million you have to spend you know you can just do the math so your cost will keep on going versus the return on investment on on if you if you are found doing a good job with the website marketing will always give you the best return okay right so the and so the three what are the like the three best return on investments for the small for like your smallest amount. So I guess one would be the website and then yeah. Google. So ads. I would say one would be the definitely the website. You have to have a website because uh, that's where the your potential patient journey starts. They will right. check your website. They will see, find out about you, right? So that so you have to have a website. Definitely uh, investment. The second, I would say investment, and it could be just a time of asking or. or you know, hiring a company, whatever you want to, you know, call it. And, and also, it's not that expensive also. You have to have stellar, what I, we call online reputation, right? So you need to have a site. You know that people will come to your website, but before they will call you, they're going to check your uh, online reviews, right? So you want to make sure that you have really solid online reviews on, most of the sites that people visit when they are um, searching for a healthcare provider, when they are looking for it, you know, Google is, of course, the king of it. Google is number one. But then you have, uh, you know, RateMD and um, Vitals uh, and all these others, Yelp, uh, Facebook, because, again, <laughs> uh, so those, those are the things. You want to make sure that you have good reviews on all, all these platforms. So that would be your, your, you know, the second thing you have got to do. And by the way, if you have, if you have said, I can only do one of two, right, uh, website or reviews, I would say get reviews because people will check your reviews before they come. And if you don't have review, it is almost as bad as no, as um, bad reviews because they, they, that is how they get the validation. Now over 80% of the people do it that way. So, so those two, I would say, is is really important. And the third piece, I would tell you, important. Interestingly, it is sort of marketing, but not marketing, is measuring your satisfaction of your patient uh, regularly, and the ones who are, and that way you would also know who is very happy, who is not happy, right? So you you can take care of the ones who are not happy. You would know what is triggering it, so you have that information. But also, 
the ones who are very happy, now you can ask them for referral. So the, the referral from happy patients is, is really a great, uh, I would say, source of new patient acquisition. But in order to do that, of course, you want you need to know who is happy with not happy, right? And then, and and you want to increase the number of your patients that are happy. And the best way to do that is you measure. And someone who says, "I did not like my experience," then at least now you can reach out and you can address. Uh, and most of the time, uh, unhappy customers, in your case, the patients, you know, they become your biggest. Um, uh, supporter, advocate, if they were unhappy and you took care of them. I mean, that has a, believe me or not, that has a bigger impact than doing a great job <laughs> all the time. <laughs> uh, because if someone is unhappy and, and you took care of them, they know that you care and they never forget that. And, and this I have seen forever. In, I used to be in the restaurant industry, in the marketing, obviously. We saw the same thing. It's like one happy uh, a customer will tell maybe another person. One unhappy customer will tell other 10 other people about their worst experience in the restaurant. But the unhappy uh, customer who we took care of, you know, they would also say 10 people, you know, how good this place is because I, you know, for some stupid thing, you give them, you know, a Coke free or dessert free because they were unhappy or something and all of a sudden they will they just go gaga. Right. So you just want to, you want, but you want to know, right, who is unhappy. Uh, and that, that's where the measurement will come. Okay. Yeah, so I would that... say those three things, if, if you're doing that, uh, you should have a thriving business. I won't even worry about a lot more right now. You, you have a good local business. I mean, what, what is the radius? I mean, how far people will drive to come to you, to see you? Um. At... I don't probably 20 miles, maybe. Yeah. So uh, you don't need anything else for 20 miles. Just doing a website marketing, a good website and marketing the website. Um, make sure that you are getting reviews on a regular basis and uh, have a satisfaction measurement program so that you are also, um, you are getting the idea of who is, you know, you can recover unhappy patients and then ask the happy ones for referral. You know, you can automate all this process. And so those, I think if, so long you're doing that, you'll have a thriving business. Okay. Yeah. And so do re do reviews, get someone to do a review on on Google or on somewhere? Yeah. So, so yeah, exactly. We, they would know. You can ask your patient what review sites they go to, right? And they will tell you. But generally speaking, for healthcare providers, we have seen uh, Google... Uh, Facebook, of course, Yelp, although luckily Yelp is not as much. And then you have a WebMD, RateMD, uh, Vitals, and HealthGrid. So, so these are for healthcare providers in general that I told you. Mm -hmm. um, your patient may be looking at the different um, platforms, so you can just talk to them. And I can guarantee you that Google will be one. I'm sure Yelp will be, and Facebook, these are the three that's always there. But if they are checking on health grades or vitals or WebMD and all those things, you want to make sure that you get reviews there also. Because those, the people, by the way, who are checking Yelp versus or Facebook versus the ones who are checking WebMD, 
the ones who are checking WebMD are really serious. They are really in the process of deciding whether they want to, um, you know, who to select. So that's what you want to, to have reviews on. Okay. Definitely. All right. That is very helpful. I hadn't thought about the reviews. So very yeah, helpful. I'm, I mean, just so you know, the typical patient journey is they have a need, they find out about you one way or another, right? So either they search on the web or they talk to their friends or relatives, but they will find out about you. Unless they find out, then of course you don't exist, so they can never come. <laughs> uh, and, and, and then they will check your website. And, and if the website gives them like, okay, I, I would consider this, uh, this doctor, then they will go and check your reviews. And if they're happy with that, then they will contact you. Just trust me, that's your very standard patient journey these days in their selection process. Okay. Awesome. Well, it kind of answered the rest of my questions. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. So, yeah. So, you know, good luck with your, um, with, with your, you know, entrepreneurial journey. I mean, I'm, I did that. I was in corporate world for, literally 20 years before I started my own business. So I am always very excited and I'm always proud when someone takes that challenge and becomes successful. So wishing you all the best. And I have always said in my podcast, if ever you get into have any specific question, don't feel like, you know, you have, we are not attorneys. So you can always call and say, Hey, one more advice, and, and we are here. We'll tell it to you, and we don't charge by seconds or minutes or anything like attorney. Oh, so, well, thank okay. you. <laughs> okay. And well, I really... Know, yeah, all I'm saying is, you if you have something, some question, we'll answer it, and you don't, it's not like we'll ask you to pay or something. But well, I'm, I am more, very vested in seeing my audience become very successful. That's, that's my only goal. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. It's This has been very, very helpful. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Founders Corner podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and follow us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. If you are interested in being a guest, be sure to visit our main page at www.gmrwebteam.com forward slash the Founders Corner.